Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, MT's Sharing Change has donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits, assisting worthy causes in our community. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. It's time to catch up with uh, Rutherford County School Board member Sheila Bratton, uh, representing Zone 6, but really representing the uh, school board here today and all of Rutherford County Schools. Ms. Sheila, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Good. It is good to have you here. And, um, you know, sometimes we get caught up in zones and commission districts and all that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, once you're on the school board, you you represent students in Laverne and Smyrna and all of Rutherford County. You represent everyone. And, and, and we do a pretty good job remembering that. I am very proud of the fact that the school board just doesn't say my zone. Mm-hmm. This is what I want my zone to do. This is what... Instead, they look at it as a whole, and and that's very important. You know as well as I do, I'm from here, and I was educated here. I was educated in Murfreesboro City. I was educated as a 1971 Murfreesboro Central High School graduate. These are all our children Mm. and all our people. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, it is a school system that has, I mean, you've seen it, grow right before your very eyes as well as I have (laughs) the growth is phenomenal we picked up 2,000 children this year 2,000 there are districts in Tennessee that don't have 2,000 children that's what's amazing and I always like to give this visual because um, you know think of you pass an elementary school around every corner it seems so an elementary school is built for about a thousand about so somewhere around but that's not where our elementary schools are sitting, as yeah. you well know. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, so that would be two new elementary schools a year to hold those students, is Absolutely. My point. Yeah. Uh, you know, almost one, one comprehensive high school. Mm-hmm. We are uh, looking at building our comprehensive high schools or trying to get our high schools and keep them at 2,500. Keep them. It, it's not easy. We are, we are experiencing explosive growth. And we've got to have seats. And I think it goes without saying it, or at least it would be good for us to remind people as well, is the Rutherford County is mandated by the state to have a seat for every child that comes here. Absolutely. You know, you have to follow the law. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's a shame that not all of the money comes along with that, too. So You said it, I didn't. <laughs> uh, so growth is something that you, I, I, I don't know how, you have to deal with it all the time. I mean, that, that's, yes. that's like the big issue, isn't it? it growth is, is, I believe, our number one issue. We have um, three things that we really are looking at closely this year, growth being number one, trying to get enough seats for our kids. Everybody deserves a seat. And we would like for everybody to have a seat not in a portable. Hmm. Now, we've not been able to get rid of portables you know how long. I mean, we had to buy more. And it's it's a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. It's it's not feasible to keep putting our children in portables. It's not safe. But we have some plans for some additions, as you well know. 
that are still in front of the county commission and they're still discussing them but we would like to make things a lot safer and get extra seats by putting some additions at Smyrna High School, Riverdale High School, and Oakland High School. We voted on Oakland last night. We had the last bid come in. And knowing how things are in construction right now, you can imagine they, Smyrna High School came under bid, but the other two came in higher than we wanted them to. But we're three-fourths of the way into this process, and I'm hoping we can finish it out. So for those who have been around Oakland and Riverdale high schools, there is a, a, an area, well, you've got the the uh, annex, used to be right. called when I was at Oakland, the freshman building. The freshman building, <laughs> yes. It never really was, no. but that's what it was called, yeah. yes. And, and, and so that is, there, there are like three separate buildings on those two campuses and with this addition I think it brings it all kind of under it one does. roof. It does it brings it under one roof you know there is a road that goes between the main building mm -hmm. and the annexes and because of I'm going to give Trey Lee a shout out here his ingenuity he looked at that and thought, what can I do to connect all of that and keep our children from walking outside? If you just want to talk about weather, sure. weather alone, if it's pouring down rain and they're trying, it's like being in college. Remember how that was? Oh, You're in college and you were, you know, dripping wet all the time. Plus safety, not having our children walking around the outsides of those buildings. And we have to look at that. And his original plan, which has been, of course, worked on by our architects, is a bridge kind of structure that goes over the road mm -hmm. so that children can go without ever going outside. So it kind of... Um if you've been on the MTSU campus where they've built the new student union building, yes, it's exactly. kind of like that. Exactly. That, it's, it's along that that order. Mm -hmm. It's, um, of course, not, not near as fancy as that one, but <laughs> it still bridges those two buildings that, unfortunately, this day and age, it's just not safe. Plus, those buildings are 50 years old. They, they need a little updating. Let's face facts. And Smyrna High is sitting there with 15 portables outside of their building. Goodness. 15. And that building needs a little updating, too. So we're hoping to accomplish all of this in one fell swoop before we have to build another comprehensive high school, which is coming soon. Oh, I can only imagine mm -hmm. with, with the growth. So uh, the three additions... I would assume that the hope is to get that in this next budget year and yes. start maybe sometime this summer, early yes. spring, that, early That fall. is our hope if these if everything goes through the way that we would like for it to because these additions won't be open in the fall. Right. It will be at least two years. Two years. Now, probably so. It takes about 18 months. This is these are major additions mm -hmm. these aren't just three classrooms to the back these are major additions so and that would add a capacity of about 2500 no not quite 2500 but i can tell you right now what we're going to do and it's um 
it, 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 it's, it's a have to, we have to rezone the entire county. And that is what we will be looking at next year during the year, a complete rezoning. I know that's hard for parents. I know parents move to a certain area thinking, oh, my child is going to go here. And it just depends on what the rezoning looks like. We had a third party come in and look at that also. Clarksville Montgomery, that is growing very fast, had, um, had a third party come in and help them look at everything capacity rooms zones the few schools that are not at capacity and we have very few and see how things can be rezoned so that everyone gets their fair share so as claire maxwell calls it shared sacrifice there you go <laughs> yeah uh, sheila bratton is with us rutherford county school board member um this rezoning you've been on the board you've gone through some rezonings we all know that it's painful it is but you're saying this is a process we just have to go through it is absolutely something we're going to have to do the thing is it's not going to just affect three schools it's gonna affect everybody <laughs> i would be very surprised if every single school does not see some rezoning and some of those schools like our comprehensive high schools that right now are setting at between 21 and 25 um, there are a couple of our comprehensive high schools that are not quite full and they know that the students are coming we have to rezone mm -hmm. and, and so you're talking about a few hundred students here and there to get all of the high schools at about the same yes. enrollment yes but we're adding 2,000 students a year or we did yes. this year and so you know it's just it's like a moving target it is it is completely a moving target and we try to stay ahead of it but you can't do that in Rutherford you cannot stay ahead of it if we could get those three additions, which I'm sincerely hoping that we do, and um, we bought property last night. That property is in Blackman, which is one of our fastest growing areas, and we hope to be able to put two schools on that property. So we are in desperate need, desperate need of an elementary school to relieve Stewart's Creek Elementary and to relieve Blackman Elementary. They are way overcrowded. A new elementary school on the new property would alleviate the overcrowding in those two schools. Well, let's let's talk about that because at the school board meeting last night, uh, you all voted in favor of purchasing the Beatty property. We did. And that's in the Blackman area. A lot of people know the Beatty Farm and John L. and, and, and all of that. So that is in our fastest growing area. I don't think there's any argument with that. So there's enough room for two schools. Yes. An elementary school and... Um, and another one. <laughs> of some, some type. We, we have not made a decision. Uh, it may be an elementary and a middle. Uh, Dr. Sullivan has actually mentioned an idea, and this is an out-of-the-box idea, of a 612. Hmm. Um, it, 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 but it's going to be two schools that are going to relieve us 
in an area that is, is, is it's just so needed. It's, it's almost embarrassing. It's so needed. So with the purchase of the property, it's obvious that there will be a school built on that property, but that's not within this year's budget. So you're looking down the road. Uh, the county commission has it before them right now. Oh, okay. Well, so it, it, it was in, we had different options that were presented to us as budget from Dr. Sullivan, and the board decided on option one, and option one included the three additions and one elementary school. Okay, and so, so that's what is before so the county that's commission. that's what's there and that they're looking at for our, for our budget. And so for people to understand that the county commission is the one, uh, the, the body that uh, maintains the purse strings, if you will. That, yes, that, <laughs> that's where we get our money. Yes. <laughs> we, we don't make our own. Um, but they have been great to listen to us, to be sympathetic, to know that this county's not getting any smaller. It's only growing. And you know we're one of the top three districts in the state of Tennessee. Um, the other two districts that are larger than we are are Shelbyville and Metro, mm -hmm. and then us. And we maintain a level five rating as the, as a top district. So not only do we want places for our kids to sit, we want places for our kids to continue learning. Well, and that's why we're adding 2,000 students a year. <laughs> it's exactly why we're adding 2,000 yeah. students. Because people know. They know what a great school system this is, and they know how hard we work to keep it that way. There's so many things to, to get into, and our time's running short, but I did want to make sure that we uh, talked about um, uh, the looking at a salary schedule, and this is pretty important to Dr. Sullivan, and I think he's made that known to the school board, hasn't he? He has. Dr. Sullivan, We the board actually had voted for another third-party vendor to come in and study our salary schedule and compare it to surrounding areas. You know, are we paying as well as Metro? No, we are not. Uh, we'll never pay as well as Metro. They, they pay beautifully, but can we get in the ballpark and that's what we've been doing and we've been looking at both certified and classified we don't pay our classified people enough but we're going to so this is i guess a, a schedule that what is the hope once you get through this process um what should certified and and classified employees get well or think <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you an example um our, at this point, our beginning custodians that have come in only make a little over $13 an hour. That's not a livable wage. Custodians are an essential part of any educational building. Everyone knows that. They do everything from cleaning up little Johnny's puke to taking care of the bathrooms for the kids, everything. So... Their salary, if things work out and things are the way Dr. Sullivan has planned it, will go up to a little over $16 an hour. That's a big difference. Um, the other area that we've been very concerned about are EAs. Our EAs stepped in during COVID and did everything. 
they helped us teach. They substituted in classrooms that didn't have teachers. They have been invaluable, and we want to make sure that we understand how very important they are. So EA salaries is another thing we looked at, but we've looked at everything, cafeteria workers, EAs, custodians, every single certified and classified position is being examined. So is is there a hope to present this and have this part of the upcoming year's budget? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Sullivan will be making a huge presentation to us on April the 20th. If you want to tune in, he's shown us a little bit of this, but uh, they're still fooling with the numbers, mm -hmm. making sure that those numbers are good. You know, we have TISA funding coming in, and that's coming from the state, and we want to use TISA funding as much as possible to bring our salaries in line with surrounding counties. And um, that's all very important. We know that every... Every business is, you know, experiencing a shortage. And, you, you know, I know Rutherford County Schools, there's a shortage of uh, custodians and EAs and, and all of that. And so hopefully this will help bring that up to a level where these are more enticing jobs. I think it's going to make a difference. I, another thing on this salary schedule that I'm so proud of is that Dr. Sullivan has looked at those people who stay with us. Right now, the salary schedule ends at year 20 uh, as far as raises go for your um, class, uh, certified people. Um, they, he has put in raises every year for 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25. People need to be rewarded for staying with us. Loyalty means a lot. Sure. Expertise, knowledge. We need to let those people know how much we appreciate them sticking by us all this time. Very interesting conversation, Ms. Sheila. Thanks for stopping in. It's always fun. Thank you. Call me anytime. Will do. That's Sheila Bratton joining us today here on Rutherford Issues.